Okay, so we give greetings to those that are, where's the camera at? Is it up there? Okay. Why don't you all wave up that way? <laughs> uh, we are online this morning, live streaming, video and audio. And uh, it's on Facebook. In fact, if you know someone that didn't come for whatever reason, maybe because of the coronavirus this morning, just go ahead and text them right now and tell them to, they can be with us live streaming. We give you permission to text that this morning to them. Um, and we were actually, Joyce and I attended the funeral, and Dave and Joel and maybe some others were there, but uh, the, for Pastor Don Emery yesterday at the Evangelical Free Church. And we spoke with the pastor afterwards, and they were deliberating things with that funeral, you know, just what to do. And they said that they felt to go ahead, and what they did was they, you know, to be in cooperation and and follow advice that's given from those in authority in the nation and such, they posted what we have posted on our doors there uh, concerning this uh, coronavirus pandemic. And uh, so we decided to do that, same thing, and I gave Doug a call yesterday, was it Doug? <laughs> Not sure. What and just asked if it was a possibility that we could live stream it, uh, the service. And he says, I believe we can. And thank you so much, Doug. I think, John, you were some involved too. Uh, for, yeah, I give a clap to them. Because they've been working a lot this morning behind the scenes here getting that ready. and. Uh, there's always things to deal with when you're doing something new um, at the church, the Free Church in Bemidji, Evangelical Free Church. They said they've been working on it for about a year, you know, to get bugs out and all that kind of thing. And so, the first time, the first time they did it with a funeral, right? Um, a week ago, I wouldn't. I, I guess, I guess we didn't know. That's one of the things with this. We just didn't know or don't know. But what we do know is who we can look to in times of trouble, and that's what we're going to do today. I do. Before I get further, just a few announcements here. There's no fellowship meal today. That's part of this whole thing, too. And Adana Maria will be doing that sometime later, that meal. Uh, at this point, we are looking to have our Wednesday night services. You know, if the thing would come, whether the schools are called off, then we would call that off. But at this time, the schools are not. It's, they are. Bemidji is in Black Duck. Oh, really? Did it? It just happened. Okay. 
Well, then we won't be having the Wednesday night service either then. Uh, now, for the adults, that you, you could talk with Pastor Dean about that. <clears throat> Any other announcements out there? <laughs> Oh, so there will be school on Monday and Tuesday, but not Wednesday? Okay. Well, then, then we won't be having the midweek service either then. Thank you for that information. Uh, we, are, we do have scheduled a pop blessing and fish fry. Danny, our fisher, Danny Fisher, our fisher, <laughs> is going to be frying fish along with the pop blessing. That's on March 29. Um, and then the Truebridge retreat. I was wondering, too, Chantel, would you be able to give a, an announcement about the, I'll just let you grab that. But the men's retreat for True Bridge is coming up on April 3 and 4. And in our announcements that we send out, there's a, a video clip from the speaker. And, uh, but also, if, if you're interested in going, please contact Pastor Dean. And then also, an upcoming event will be um, Real Life Women's Conference, and that's coming this fall. And Chantel is going to, you can. Yay. Yeah, we're really it. excited about it. Real Life Women's Conference. Um, for those of you that don't know what it was born out of, it was born, the idea was um, kind of started in my room while I was searching for speakers to speak some things into my life because of grief. And the Lord um, put it on my heart that we needed a conference, a women's conference, and that it needed to start in Bemidji. And we had just, Kent and I had just started a business with some friends of ours, and we brought this idea to them and said, we're either going to do it solo or with you as a company. And we've decided they're on board and want to do it as a company, which is going to make it great because then we're going to be able to meet in several other places. Um, we're waiting on other locations right now just because of everything that's going around. But the um, women's conference is October 23rd and 24th in the ballrooms at the Sanford Center. Tickets right now are 89 and 159 for general admission and VIP. I do have tickets available here. And what I'm recommending everybody to do is just get groups together. You get a discount if you do groups of 10 or more. And we're just announcing um, next week, but you guys will hear it first. Anybody who buys tickets, groups that buy tickets of 10 or more, get 10 or will match the tickets for Thrive Fest. So we'll give you matching free tickets for Thrive Fest. Thrive Fest, is, sorry. Thrive Fest is a music festival in Fargo that we're also part of. And that will be, yeah, late August. I don't remember the dates right now, but it's um, late August. And so if, your church, if the church were to buy 10 tickets, 10 ladies went, you would get 10 free tickets to Thrive Fest to use as ministry. We're trying to get youth groups more involved with Thrive Fest. So. The speakers will be Susie Larson, myself, Donna Jones, and Annie Wing. 
And then we also have Andrew Weems will be our worship leader. He'll put together a team. Point of Grace and JJ Weeks um, this year. That's going to be a great event for the ladies there. Thanks, Jadell, for sharing that. So we just encourage you to let's do that. Let's, I know I'm not a woman, but I can give the cheer for it anyway, right? <laughs> so um, just also looking ahead here a little bit, Passion Week, we're going to be having a Passion Week service on Sunday, April 5, and we'll be having communion that day. Um, we'll have an Easter breakfast on Easter Resurrection Day. Uh, our young people are, and some a little bit older, are working now to help with that service, and it's going to be great, a great time that day. So, um, I'll just mention this today. But while we mentioned the boxes on the back wall for giving, uh, our tithes and offerings, but then also uh, for giving online, you can do that too. You can go to our website, and then when you enter the website, up on the upper right-hand corner, there's a donate icon and then you can go in there and then you can give that way. Okay, we had new news there. Does any remember, anyone remember what this Sunday was a year ago? <laughs> Our deacon, deaconesses remember. <laughs> well, on the 13th of March is when we had the whoosh, the big whoosh come down through the ceiling there and the roof came down and that was a year ago. Uh, and we're very thankful. The Lord was with us. It's better than ever. You know, it really is. Many things are. The Lord has used it even, I believe, to work in us as a church family. And we're thankful for that. Very thankful. And he took care of us financially. All the needs were supplied for getting it restored, like we say, better than it was. Many things that we, exceeding abundantly about what we would ask or think. You know, I'm just so thankful that we can see the beautiful wooden beams now, and we can, we do have a new carpet and lots, lots of stuff. Yeah, right. Carla got some of that carpet in their house there that was out in the foyer. No, it wasn't ruined, right? It was usable. Who's in the fireside? That's yeah, right. Otis and Dorothy, right. So, um, we're looking today at. Uh, well, we have a message. I 
I'm just calling it addressing the coronavirus. And I'm just going to read the summary I have here. In faith and wisdom, we face this coronavirus pandemic, it's called, and the national emergency that has ensued, and we will not, say not, not be overcome by fear and panic. We will use practical wisdom and we will stand together and pray. Is that up there in the caps? Read the caps. We will stand together and pray. And we include those that are online. I know some are watching online that actually, I'm not saying they have symptoms of coronavirus, but just plain old colds and flu, but then others that we're just so glad you can be with us watching. Um, so prayer and wisdom, not panic. And you know, I'm, I'm just thinking, Lord, how do, I, how do we address this? How shall we do this? And what I got was start out with the natural, in the natural realm, just speaking to wisdom in the natural realm of things to do uh, and not do. And uh, I actually had an email from my doctor this week and they had been getting a lot of calls in the office and this is what it said. I believe that we have that just for you to follow along. We wanted to provide you with our, our recommendations for coping with the coronavirus COVID-19. While it is a is concerning that this new virus is spreading in the country and its risks risk is not fully understood at present we are still at higher risk for having a severe illness from influenza or just the flu for your health we recommend and this would be for any this is colds flu coronavirus and you've probably heard this before, but it doesn't hurt to hear it again, all right? And this, I'm going to get permission from the doctor. To, I'm gonna, we'll put this on our Facebook, too, but you've probably seen it other places. But, but wash hands with soap, 20 seconds. The doxology, praise God from whom all blessings flow. That song, you know, if you sing that while you're washing hands, that's about 20 seconds, and... Or some said, happy birthday, sing happy birthday to yourself <laughs> or to somebody, but just 20 seconds. And alcohol-based hand sanitizers containing at least 60% alcohol. We have one of those in the back of the church. We tried to find more, but there aren't any more available. <laughs> there was a man that spoke, gave a eulogy at Pastor Dunn's memorial service yesterday and he had come all the way from Colorado and he says we made a stop at Walmart to try to find toilet paper. He says you can't find toilet paper anywhere. Do you all have toilet paper? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, avoid touching your eyes, nose, mouth without one unwashed hands with with unwashed uh, avoid con close contact with people who are sick stay home when you are sick cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue then throw the tissue in the trash 
clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and surfaces. If you are elderly, something there, or have <laughs> chronic illness, especially lung disease, we recommend you avoid travel, air travel or exposing yourself to settings with large groups of people. Do things to support your immune system and prevent infection. Consider, consider antiviral and immune-boosting botanicals, and then there, there's a list of different things you see there. Um, get good sleep, seven to eight hours a night. This is all good for our immune system. Practice mindfulness, relaxation, gratitude. This is from a medical doctor, you know, and it's, this is, these are, we need to be doing these things. And there's a special breathing technique that, four, seven, eight, does anybody know what that is? Raise your hand high enough so I can see, you know. You want to know what that is? Okay. You, you breathe in four seconds, and then you hold it for seven seconds, and then you release it slowly for eight seconds. So you go. If anybody just tuned in and you're wondering what we're doing here, we're... Okay. Um. Oops. Just did it there. Um. But anyway, that does, it does clear your head. My doctor showed me how to do that and it, it's good. I meant you do that four times then. You do it four, repeat that four times. But meditation, prayer. My doctor talks to me about prayer. She gave, she gave me a book on prayer. Um, uh, creative projects. Creative projects. Avoid sources of information and increase worry and anxiety. Nutritious foods. Connect with yourself and loved ones. In other words, we can still connect, you know, without exposing people or whatever, being exposed. There's lots of means these days. And then call them if we have any concerns. So, <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll go do that. <laughs> it can end. Okay. So here's some news. This is from a few days ago already, but this is CBN, Emily Jones, the coronavirus, coronavirus is now officially considered a pandemic. The entire and entire nations are taking drastic measures to fight the outbreak and curb the number of fatalities. While experts are preparing for the worst, Minister and Speaker Sean Bowles says God has a different plan. Bowles is encouraging believers everywhere to pray fervently with their friends and family. And uh, this Sean Bowles, I, I know who that is. Uh, 
He's a man who has a prophetic ministry and he's really right on. He's closely associated with Bill Johnson and Bethel Ministries in California. But Bowles told CBN News, a pandemic with millions of deaths is not the story God wants for us right now in humanity. God is answering prayers and sending help. This help has metrics. It has vaccines and cures. It will have impact. As a pastor and minister, our email has been bombarded by people who are wanting prayer and who are in great fear. As some of you know, I heard God very clearly that he says the tide is turning on the coronavirus. It is, isn't, this isn't going to be the pandemic that the enemy is intending. Earlier this month, Bowles said he heard from God that the coronavirus will not result in millions of deaths. Bowles told Fox News, we're going to see it come to an end. It's not going to be the pandemic that people are afraid of. I do believe it's the answer to prayer from all Christians. We can't afford a moment of darkness in history, he added. God has a plan. And so we're going to be praying in a little while together here. Okay, here's something that I received from a college friend of mine and his wife, Marie and Carol Mormon. I've mentioned them before several times here at TCC, uh, and they were not long ago in Thailand. Uh, what they do is they go all over the world and they help people to learn how to plant churches, to start new churches. But um, they were in a meeting in Thailand, and this is what Murray says. He says, one encouraging report came from a speaker who got up wearing a face mask. He said, at the same time that many people are worried about catching the coronavirus, there is a wonderfully infectious virus spreading across Asia. He was giving this report, and it's the rapid spread of the good news. Amen. And the starting of simple communities of Jesus' followers. We heard many case studies. This is Murray going on. We heard many case studies from Madagascar, Ethiopia, Indonesia, India, and other countries, all confirming the same thing. God is drawing hundreds of thousands into his kingdom in ways never seen before in many of these countries, including Islamic strongholds. Movements are jumping from country to country, not through seminary students or professional missionaries, but often through ordinary migrant workers. And you, we've seen how, like this coronavirus, how it started there in China, and then how it spread and spread around, and 
Then we saw the map of the United States, like there was in Washington, I think it was in California, and I know at first there were just a few states, but then now how just, well, what this man in Thailand was talking about was the power of the Holy Spirit and the working when revival comes, when there's revival in the Church of Jesus Christ, Great Awakening can spread just as fast. It'll be a holy pandemic. Yeah. Maybe that word, maybe that, I'm not sure. I never looked up the word pandemic, I guess. Maybe that's not the right word to use there. But, um, but anyway, a holy one. Okay, here's another news item. President Trump declared on Friday a national day of prayer for today, for this Sunday, shortly after declaring a state of emergency amid the fast-spreading coronavirus pandemic. And this was a tweet, President's tweet. We are a country that throughout our history has looked to God for protection and strength in times like these, Trump tweeted. No matter where you may be, I encourage you to turn towards prayer in an act of faith. Together, we will easily prevail. That's from the president. That's the president. Yeah. And we, we need to pray daily for the president and the leaders, vice president, all of our leaders, national and state level. Here was a note, I'm not sure honestly right now where this one came from, but it was helping us to have a prayer focus. These things will, I'll put on the Facebook page too. Maybe you don't know this, Doug. Will, will this be remaining on Facebook for people to watch? It will be. Okay, so, so you'll be able to see this if you want to see it later or show it to someone else. But prayer focus for coronavirus. Pray Psalm 91. We're going to read that in a little bit here. Over your families and nation. Pray against fear and remind ourselves that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Pray for wisdom for our leaders to contain the spread of the virus while protecting their people effectively. Pray for courage for believers to share Jesus effectively through this time of crisis. Doors can open up. To You know what, so, so often when the enemy comes in, well, like we saw a year ago, we, we said that when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And we saw that in the Scripture, that it brings it out that way. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will come and lift up a standard. It happened with the cross. Satan thought he really had Jesus there. You know, and he was dead. Aha, he thought. Oh, no. 
not at all. And you know what? The thing about this coronavirus, it's fed from the spirit realm, from the evil spirit realm. Did you know that? Yes, it affects in the natural, and there's things in the natural. But it stems from the spirit realm, evil spirit realm. But prayer, we're believing for this to come forth, it could come forth in great revival and awakening in the United States of America. Pray for a worldwide move of God. Make a decree that the coronavirus will cease worldwide and that God will heal all who are currently affected by it. Reconsecrate yourselves, your family, and your nation to God through the taking of communion. You know what? I'm going to start with that second one up there. Let's go back to the second one. Pray against fear. And let's just, let's pray. I'll just do it, but you agree with me with this. We as a Twin Strike Church family, we do pray against fear. And we do remind ourselves that God has not given us a spirit of fear. And we pray for wisdom for our leaders in this country to contain the spread of this virus and also a protection for all our leaders and those in authority. And we pray it for all of us as well. In Jesus' name, we just draw the bloodline of protection, the hedge of protection around each one of us, each of our families, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the cross of Jesus, by the great redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And we pray for courage that we may share Jesus effectively through this time of crisis. And Lord, we pray for a worldwide move of God. We pray for it right here in our counties that we represent, but we also do it through this whole state of Minnesota, all north-central states, through this whole nation, and around the world. And we make a decree that the coronavirus will cease worldwide. It'll just die and that God will heal all who are currently affected by it. And we reconsecrate ourselves and our families, and we do it on behalf of our nation to God. Unto you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And... In the name of Jesus, I just commission you and your homes. You know, fathers take lead, or if you aren't married or whatever, you know, you just take that lead to receive communion yourself in your home. We aren't doing that here today, but in the name of Jesus. But do it in faith. You know, do it not out of fear, do it in faith. Jesus is the one who really commissioned it. He ordained it. 
he began at the thing of communion. What does it do? It's a, it's a touch point for us. It's a release point of our receiving from him. And read the scriptures concerning 1 Corinthians 11 is a good one. 23 through 28. But just receive it for yourself and for your family. And we're going to stay in freedom from fear and we're going to be brave. This is, by the way, the land of the free and the home of the brave. When are you brave? You're brave when you're going through times like storms. That's the opportunity to be brave. We're brave when there's great adversity. When the storms of life, when the storms of the enemy come strong, and sometimes they seem like a flood, we stand brave. We don't cower to fear. We stand strong, not in our own power, not in our own might. We stand in the strength of the Lord, our God, the maker of heaven and earth. And our strengthener, our sustainer, the one who is our great helper, We as believers, for sure, are those who are free and we are brave in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's how we're going to walk and that's how we're going to talk. And that's how we're going to stand together. We're going to stand together. So now let's address fear with the truth of God's Word together, looking at Psalm 91. And this, I'm going to read here, is from the Passion Translation, one that isn't quite as familiar to me, maybe not to you either. The heading of it is Safe and Secure. And as I'm praying this, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, is we're praying it. I mean, we're, we're saying it, we're declaring it, but parts of it are, can be prayers too. And you can do that with me, and you can pray in the Spirit as well as we're it says, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. We are in Jesus Christ. We are sitting in him, enthroned in his shadow. He's the hope that holds me, the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me, my great confidence. Now, we're applying this to coronavirus today, but you can apply it to whatever in your life you need to apply it to today, okay? For some, there may be things that are a lot greater in your eyes right now than coronavirus. Well, you apply the same things. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. 
and he will protect you from false accusation. Has anyone ever been accused falsely? And any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. I remember that makes me think of the President Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt in World War II. He made a speech at the beginning of it and he says, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. And we need to not fear. We need to cast down fear. We need to be embedded in the perfect love of God and look to him and realize that he's going to take care of us. He will take care of us. And when we're in him, we have an eternity before us. We have an eternity before us of life and love and his presence. Don't fear a thing. That would include coronavirus pandemic. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? Lord, we, by faith, enter into that secret hiding place right now. In the secret of your presence, our soul delights to hide right by your side, walking with you, thinking of you, letting our 
me as a spirit being, Steve, taking authority and determining my thoughts and not allowing them to go off of that life beam, that life path, that love path, and not letting it go into a fear path, getting off of the right path of trust in you. Lord, this is the place that I want to walk, and this is the place I want to talk. And Lord, I thank you that you wash and you clear my soul. But I start, I know, with my spirit man, and then making my thoughts come into line with your truth. And then my feelings will come in line eventually. They will follow suit. And I am not led by my feelings. I am not led by my emotions. I am led by your spirit, who I know is joined with my spirit. And that's how I walk, and that's how I talk, and that's how I live. Not by my emotions or my feelings, where fear would try to enter from that realm, or doubt or unbelief, or any negative, evil, bad thinking. I cast that down. You do the same thing I'm doing, okay? I cast that down in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. Any thought that is causing me to be under a cloud of depression, an evil cloud, a dark cloud, a fearful cloud, unbelief, dismay, discouragement, because we know those things come, and they come from that outer realm, trying to bombard and even cover my spirit, man, and keep it under that cloud. I will not allow it. I will not allow it. And we will not allow fear to enter here in this time, a unique time of this pandemic. You know, I was thinking about that. This is unique. You know, I'm getting a little bit older now. You know, I mean, I know, I mean, I've lived a while. I don't believe that I remember. We've had things like SARS. I'm not saying this is worse than SARS. I don't know. It probably isn't. But when we had SARS, and that wasn't that long ago, what was it, 2004, 2003 or something? Was it? See, we don't even remember it anymore. But many people died in this nation from that. But we didn't do the things we're doing now. Why are we doing these things? One thing is we have a much higher level of communication, and we're much more sensitive to it. And we're, what'd you say? 
we're being on top of it from the wisdom end, from the natural end. But we want to be on top of it from the spiritual end, not just the natural. That's why we're taking a service, just to address this. Verse 9, when we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? I think that's noise and pestilence in the King James, and that's talking about a disease, a disease just like coronavirus or influenza or that kind of stuff, even colds. This is the Word of God. This is the Bible. Listen to this. God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. So we receive that today. Angels. Billy Graham spoke of that verse and he said the, the, the word angels there is plural. So he says when we come to God in prayer asking for help in times like this, even that there's at least two because it's plural, probably more. He sends his angels with special orders to protect and his angels are all around here, you know. If you walk into a trap, they will be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You will even walk unharmed among the fiercest, fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. And that's an act on our part, tearing down the strongholds, casting down thoughts. Thoughts are a lot of those things where they come. Thoughts from the realm of darkness, casting them down, lining them up with the Word of God. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. <clears throat> I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. And you will find and feel my presence. Even in your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. And Lord, we come before you this morning as a church family. We apply this psalm to our lives. And we would cast down any thoughts that would try to lift themselves up 
against your truth and your word, casting down imaginations and any vain thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. What we know about you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And we receive what we prayed for earlier, that covering, that protection, that bubble around us, that protection. And we receive a new experience of your love, your supernatural love. I pray that it'll just flood in this place right now. Just flood this place and fill the atmosphere, Lord, with your love and your joy and your peace. Just fill the atmosphere with your love and with your joy and with your peace. Fill us anew and afresh. And may that same love, joy, and peace flow out from us as we go out into the world. We know things are changed greatly from what, was, from what were things were like in the world, in our nation, just a week ago. But we know that we're still in this world. And wherever we go, whatever we do, we pray this for the students in school for the next two days. Lord, that they can impart life in the schools. And then we just commit to you how long that will be, that we aren't having school, all those kind of things, and all the other activities, the things that are changing here so quickly. Lord, we just thank you that you will help us to do our part, each one of us, in the natural realm, using wisdom. But then also, Lord, we pray that we will be truly diligent in the spirit, in the spirit realm. Okay. Okay. Jesus' name. Uh, I believe I'm supposed to share this again. The Lord keeps bringing it to my mind to tell you this, that you know that I pray for you each evening about 9.30 or night, I guess you'd call it, around 9.30, that's give or take. But um, but he's, he's told me to tell you, and a major reason for it is that one of the things I pray for you is this, that Well, I'll just I pray for your 24 hours, but I pray that I pray in the name of our merciful God and a gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus and by His Spirit, by His blood, the blood of Jesus, by the cross of Jesus, by the great redemptive work of Jesus, 
that no colds, no flu, and now no coronavirus, no none of that junk will come in this circle of prayer. And you are in the circle of prayer. If you're watching this, you're more than likely in it. We'll just include you right now. The circle of prayer. But he's told me to tell you one reason is so you can be in agreement. I'm already in agreement with Jesus because he's forever made to be our high priest and our intercessor for us. When I'm praying like that, I'm praying with him too. He's helping me to pray. But then you join together. You know, you fathers, you do that for your family, but mothers, for your family, kids, you can do it too for your family and for your parents. But that's part of it. It's the whole area of sickness and disease. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to do that, and we're going to go forth, and we're going to pray for a lot of other people too. Maybe the Lord will give you a circle of prayer. To be honest with you, when I started out, it was a small circle. But, you know, there's something about it. As you continue to do that, you get stretched, it seems like. You know, you get your circle. It gets bigger. And you know what? I got faith for it. And I also have faith that when I do that, and yes, I do it out in the spa. That's where I do it. That's my prayer spa. I go out there, and that's where I pray for 20 minutes. Because <laughs> that's what the, the thing is. It's 20 minutes. I know that the angels gather around there and they're sent forth. You want me to say that, Lord? No. I, okay, here's the thought that's coming to my, my mind right now. There are great things in store for this nation. Yes. Yes. There are great things that are in store for this community. Yes. And the Church of Jesus Christ, I'm not just saying this church, the Church of Jesus Christ, in this locality, we say the Bemidji, greater Bemidji area, I guess, but in this state, of Minnesota, but in this nation. Great things in store. This includes reviving and awakening. Reviving of the church and awakening of the lost. And we are a part of it. We are a part of it wherever the Lord has placed us. And he has placed you, each of us, strategically in the places that he has us. That's in the schools, in the places of business, in our homes, wherever we are, wherever we go. It's not an accident that you are who you are and where you are for March of 2020. And in March of 2020, we're going to march as Christian soldiers. 
because it is a warfare. It is a spiritual warfare. And that's what we're going to do. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe that's where we're going to close today. I don't think we're going to do that song. I think we'll just close here and you can have a song as you, just in your own heart as you go and sing and but um, and then did you have an announcement Sarah about do you, did you want to have the folks that are going to practice come up right away or okay so well you can just talk have them, they can just talk to you if they have a question for that practice and if anyone wants prayer, you can come up here and we'll pray with you. God bless you all and keep you and you online. Same to you. We love you all in Jesus' name. His grace, his peace, his manifest presence upon us in this week ahead. Amen? In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God.